Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Mr. Nick McCormick. And, Nick, I got a confession to make. You're probably going to disown me for this, but I got to throw it out there. So, as most of you know that follow me on TikTok, got an 856 International with a loader on it. Yep. It's big and clumsy for everything that I want to do around here. Yeah. You know, not a bad tractor, but it's just, it's too big. You know, them tractors weren't made for loaders. They're just yeah. gigantic for loader work. So, I bought a new John Deere loader tractor yesterday. Haven't got it yet. I know you're going to disown me because it's a John Deere, but... Is it a 4020 side console? It is. Yeah, power shift (laughs) with the great big long gear shift. There you go. Now you're you're cooking with grease. Yeah. So, uh, as much as I don't need the 856 and know that, okay, I'm just going to keep it, but it's going to sit over here, and the next time I want to go to use it, it's going to sit there so yeah. long that the fuel has algaed up in it, and it's going to take me 45 yeah. minutes to get it going to do a 10-minute job. Yeah, I get that. So it's like, do you get rid of it and just let somebody else get the good out of it? Do you keep it because it's like anything else? It's worth $8,000 now, whatever it is. 10 years from now, it's going to be worth 12000 I don't know. I don't, and you've seen my tracker. It's nothing nice. It ain't like it's some cherry... 856. I know what you're saying for that stuff around the house and whatnot. I mean, I've got a Kubota. I mean, yeah. they're, it's they're, those smaller little hydros are that's are exactly what I got. I mean, yep. they, they just are. So, but I don't have to pick up anything big or heavy. Either. That's they're how just I just stuff around that pulling shrubs. Yeah, you know doing, how this doing stuff around the house. You know how this farm was when I bought it, tore down all these buildings, got all the concrete ripped out, all the heavy major loader work is done. Yeah, you know now it's going to be scoop a little bit of something up here, dig scatter, a tree in, whatever. Yeah, yeah, scatter a little bit of rock, you know, yeah. whatever. So, and I've still got access to backhoes, big loaders, Yeah, if that need arises. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you do with the old iron, you know? Yeah. Uh, on one hand, it was dad's tractor. Granted, I didn't grow up on this tractor. In fact, it was, we bought it from you guys years and years ago, the yeah. 06. And uh, dad either didn't set the parking brake or the parking brake didn't hold one or the other. When it was an 806, rolled down a hill, hit a big yeah. tree, and they totaled it. So, they took the 806 diesel motor out of it. It was still good. Put it in an 856 gas. Yep. And that's what I got now. So it does have the H pattern shifter. So it's, yeah. technically it's an 856 with an 806 motor in it, which yeah. is no difference whatsoever. But yeah. But so it, I guess what I'm getting at, it's not like it's some tractor that I grew up running since I was five years old. You know, got a bunch of sentimental value. I mean, you no, know. No, just sit on that one for a little bit and think about it. That's Which, whichever kinda, decision you make right. initially. You'll want to think about that for a little bit. I can't tell you which way to go on that. I mean, there's been a ton of right. stuff we've got rid of that I wish we'd have kept. Right. But you can't keep it all. Exactly. And I mean, looking back now, you know, me and Dad both had a 1468 International. Mm-hmm. I sold mine for twelve or 13000 whatever it was. Dad sold his for fifteen at the time. Good money. Yeah. Real good money. Now you can't touch one for under twenty seven, twenty eight thousand. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of the shape it's in, which that's a little bit of a rarity because that was yeah. a rare tractor. But... Yeah, I mean, it, what, what, you can say the same thing on a 1066. I mean, we yeah. was in high school. You you could buy them all day 3, long. 3500 bucks to buy one with a clutch and a torque out. Yeah. Pretty nice one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's one of them. I definitely don't need the loader. It's got a loader. I don't, definitely don't need the loader on it anymore. But, I I don't know. I've just got to think about it. Got a neighbor that's wanting to buy it. Got two neighbors that want to buy it. But, I don't know. But, it's definitely, it's truly a project tractor. I mean, it needs new tires. Yeah. The rims have been ate up because it's had fluid in the tires for you. You know, it's yeah. it's a total restoration from the front weight bracket to the draw bar if you ever want to do it. I mean, it needs yeah. everything. So, I don't know. 
Yeah, you just have to think about that one. See which way the wind blows at right. the time. Right. I don't. I don't need the money per se. You know. I mean, yeah. I guess it's one thing. I guess if you got ten thousand dollars in a tractor, whatever it's worth, just sitting there not doing anything, it's like, well, yeah. I guess I could use the money, but it's not like I have to sell it to buy the new one. You know. Yeah. So I don't know, but that old iron. There's something about it. Yeah, it's hard to part with. It is. It's hard to part with. I'm a fan. If you could go back in time to whatever year and all your stuff's pretty new within a year or two or whatever, you know, whether you're red, green, purple, blue, gray, whatever, Ford, Chevy guy, whatever, what year are you going to and what's your lineup? Man, I tell you, I would probably go early to mid-70s. You know, 1466s era, you know, don't mind the 806s and stuff. You know, some of that 60s model stuff. Boy, I I don't know. It, it's probably going to be somewhere from 1970 to 75-ish. I guess it depends on how old I am when I'm going back in time here. If we're going cabless, then, yeah, I want to go back in the 70s. Yes, exactly. You know, I want to, I want a brand-new 1466 right off the showroom yep. floor. That'd be awesome. Yep. Um, pickup trucks were all good in the 70s, particularly 79. Yep. But by then, you're in the 1086s, and I'm not dying to roll one of those at any level. Um, Mid-80s were cool, 50 series, et cetera. But if you had all new stuff, then you're probably broke or going broke or getting ready to go broke. The the Magnums in the 90s was cool. Yeah, I mean, you can't find a tougher bird than that. And even the the mid-90s trucks were... We're pretty cool. I mean, I like, I love the 93 to 97 Ford body style. That's probably yeah. one of my favorite ones. And man, you don't see them anywhere. Anymore. No, they're hard to come by anymore. It, uh, you know, your mid 80s gas trucks where you had smog pumps and this, that, and the other, they kind of sucked. Yeah. And your primitive, pretty primitive diesel stuff there, even though I grew up with all that stuff, we put Hypermax turbos on a million of those things, you know? Yep. Um, I always loved my 85. Dad bought a new 86, and 86, obviously. Um, we had a slug of those trucks, a slug of them. I'd, I'd hate to count how many Ford diesels we had through there. Oh, yeah, it was um, a bunch, yeah. It was a bunch. Um, so anywhere in through there makes me pretty happy. Yeah, uh, I I would probably go, I would probably have to stick with somewhere from 1970 to 75. Whether you're red or green, you, know, you were getting into some decent stuff that yeah. wasn't, just junk, you know. And it was uh, affordable. It was affordable, yeah. you know. Yep. The 80s, you kind of got some of that transition shit where it was going from really old school to it was, it was sort of upgrading. The electronics really weren't good enough to right. quite do what they were trying to do with them. Yeah. You know, the wiring harness, look at those old tractors. The wiring harnesses on them were crap. Yep. The plugs were primitive plastic that broke right. pretty much the first time you unhooked them because they'd yep. been hot once and... Yep. So, yeah, there there was, you know, they tried to go to some digital gauges. I remember we had an 85 Lincoln Mark 7. I think it was an 85 and it, with all the digital dash in or whatever and the suspension that changed height and yep. when you open the door. But if you yep. open the door too many times in a row, then that reset it, and then that was a yeah. whole big cluster. Yeah. It's like there was a lot of dumb shit they tried in there yeah. here, here and there that the electronics and the controllers really weren't capable of doing long term. Yeah. And even but, in the 80s, you know, a front-wheel assist tractor was – Pretty crude. Yeah. You know, you had to get to the 8,000 series deer. Yeah, I mean, not that a 4960 was terrible, you know, on the deer side. But, I mean, it 
still wasn't no 8,000 deer. And same no. way with the Magnum. You know, a, a 5488 front wheel assist versus a 7130 was no comparison. I love a 5488 front wheel assist from a look standpoint, but it took a 40-acre field to turn them around. Yeah. You know, yeah. they didn't turn for shit. They look awesome. There's no better looking tractor than a 50 series front wheel assist. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. You almost want to be in front of that or behind it. Yeah, one or know? the other. It's like we're, you're in the generation to where you didn't even know what it was. Yeah. Or you wanted the kinks worked out before you got there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, in the automotive world, there was a lot of goofy stuff going on. Yeah. So, and semis were kind of the same way. Unless you're yeah. a Peterbilt guy, then they really have never have changed. But well, like how many horsepower was a 6.9 diesel Ford out of the factory? I mean, them things couldn't have been shit. I mean, a 1993 Ford diesel was 180, I believe, because <laughs> yeah. a factory turbo 94 was 185. Really? And they, they only bumped it five horse for the turbo because they wanted to be a, they were more than that, but they wanted to be a big gap, a big jump when they went to the power stroke. I'll be damned. But you're still talking like 200 and some horse, which right. brings me to another point. My brother and I were just talking about this the other day. So a new diesel pickup truck now is like what? Like 300 and some horse? Yeah, something. Most of them are tuned to well beyond that. Okay. So you're going to pull what? 26,000 pounds at most with those? In general, I mean, guys could sure. pull more than that, but we'll, right. we'll call it 26,000 pounds of gooseneck loaded up with a backhoe or yeah. something. Okay. And you got 400 horse to do that with. So by that math, shouldn't a semi be like we've talked before, be like, I don't know, like 12, 14, 1500 horse, or in my brother's words, somewhere around 2000 would be a hell of a good place to start. Yeah. If I'm going to pull 80,000 pounds and do it efficiently, like I need 2000 yeah. horse proportionally yeah. to be yeah, exactly. probably not wrong. Like, you know, we used to have a fair amount of wagons and we pull a lot of them with the pickup trucks and catch a little grief for it here and there. It's like, oh, why don't you pull it with a tractor? Because my truck's got 150 horse more than the tractor does, yeah. you know? Right. I mean, yeah, the brakes aren't as big and, you know, sure. weight and this, that, and other, but empty, I can run 55. Right. Loaded, I can run the same speed you can with your tractor. So, right. you know, semi is a huge upgrade on that from that standpoint. But, you know, we, we've talked about the European thing and they have more horsepower on their semis and, and they get better mileage and they monitor some other things, whatever. But it's like, yeah, if you do the math on that, semis need to be way yeah. north of a thousand horse. For sure. To pull as good as a pickup truck does. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with the same percentage load, you yeah. know. So, I don't know. I guess if I'm going back in time and I'm I'm a deer guy, I want a, a 40-20. I, supposedly, I want a 60-30, even though nobody wanted them when they were new. So, I'm calling bullshit on that. Yeah. But I guess I want a 46-40, a 40-20 sitting there. Probably a square body Chevy and a three fifty nine Peterbilt. Yep, there you go. You know, and I am set to yeah. go. Yep. You know, I'm I'm rocking and rolling yeah. at that point in time. Yeah, they always talk about sixty threes. We only made X amount of them because nobody fucking wanted them. Mm-hmm. That's why they made. They're like we it wasn't stop. wasn't because there was a production issue. Yeah, because yeah, people weren't ordering them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know on the on the red side of things. I mean, it didn't get much better than like said a new fourteen sixty six or something. That'd be pretty. Yeah. Awesome to have back at the time. I wonder why on the deer side, maybe it's because their products were inferior. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, you always find the rare barn find the forty twenty with you know two hundred hours or the forty four forty, yeah. but you never find a fourteen sixty six with thirty hours. You know, they're always just <laughs> ragged out. It's like yeah, these guys just bought them and used it. Exactly. He was using it. Yeah. He was using <laughs> but, it. But seriously, you look through the farm magazines, you yeah, never find one. a ten or a fourteen sixty six with just a few hours. It's always a deer it always guy. amazed me how guys back then could afford to buy some of that stuff and then not use them for something. Because yeah. it was a different time then. You know, I, I just 
Well, you remember Machinery that. Pete? It was, what, a year ago, maybe two, that 8820 combine with, mm-hmm. what, like five hours? I mean, the guy mm-hmm. literally just drove it home and parked it, never even took it to the field. Yeah. And brought big money, you know. It's in yeah. Texas now. The guy's using it. But, but yeah, I mean, I mean you, you have to know the thing's a piece of shit when you just drive it home. You're like, yeah, I'm yeah. done. Just back yeah. in the shit. We're that was go. enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying the engine's right over here? It's hot. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to crawl out of this thing and hire my neighbor to do it and call it a day. He just come home with a new 1460. I'll let him do it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to let this thing sit here. But I think over all the years, I have never seen that. I don't care if you're talking an 806. A ten six. You name any. I, I've never seen I've the, the rare time, and it's been, gosh, it's probably been ten years ago or more. A guy had a fourteen and a ten, if I remember right. They were both super low houred. Yep, under two hundred a piece. You go to John Kinsenball's place. He's got like every John Deere tractor yeah. series ever made with five hours on. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they bought them a long time ago, though. Yeah. And uh, that was, but that was a rare, rare, rare deal. I mean, you just don't see that very often. No, you don't. No, I don't want to go back far enough in time where I have to unhook my planter and put it on a trailer yeah, and haul it around. No, not doing yeah, that. I don't. Uh, it no. baffles me how long it took for people to say, you know, if this planter had hinges and folded, that should be handier to get down the road. Yeah. You, know, you really had to want to work if you were going to be a BTO in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can make fun of IHS planters. They flip this way and that way, and they had crazy wheels all over them. But Deer was saying, hey, just pack it on a trailer yeah. <laughs> and haul it to the next field. It's like, nah, I think I'm good, but I think this six row is going to get me. Like, I'm just going to work yeah. late. <laughs> yeah, because Deer, back it on the trailer, take the tongue off because it's yeah. going to stick out. You're yeah. going to hinge it up out of the yeah. way. And then you're going to have this trailer around the farm for 25 more years because mm-hmm. everybody traded those off without the trailer. Exactly. And then you're going to say, what do you do with that trailer? And we still haven't found a purpose for it. But damn it, one of these days, yeah. we know we're going to find a good use for this trailer. We don't know what it is yet, but one of these days, it's going to pop up. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> that's what, you know, deers come out with this new new planter that's, you know, to combat the Kenzie right. planter or whatever. But they're missing with that deal is they didn't send it with the trailer. I know. If they exactly. really want to go old school, they should have sent it with the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a problem. Ain't that one of the the low hour forty four forties? They take it to all the farm shows on. It's sitting there hooked to a forty four forty, like in the magazines and that. I think that um, was one of them rare. at the Farm Progress show. It wasn't a rare one, but it had been fully restored. It had been done very, very, or not Farm Progress show, Farm Machinery show. It had been done very, very well, and that got sold at Meekum the year after that. And I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, a couple of my buddies actually know the guy. Super good dude. Um, but I think he figured at that time that was as much as that treasure was ever going to be worth, you yeah. know, coming fresh off of that deal. The funny part about that show was from the couple times I went by Deer's booth, the tractor was getting more props than the planter. Oh, nothing, sure. nothing against the planter. I'm sure the planter's a fine machine. Sure. Um, you know, as far as that goes. You know, everybody. But everybody likes the old stuff. Right. You know, so people were. And it was a very, very, very nice restoration. Yeah. You know, whoever did that did it right, did a nice job on it, you know. Yeah. Well, so. So what do you think of Whistling Diesel destroying the 1206? Now, I'll set this up for those of you who maybe don't know this. So uh, 1206 International Tractor, highly sought after by collectors. Uh, it's got a very neat paint scheme from the factory, white fenders. You know, it looks like a normal IH tractor from the, where, are them like 60s or 70s? Yeah. So from the 60s, you know, red hoods, but they put white fenders on them. Very, very sharp looking tractor. Highly sought after if you're a collector to have one fully restored. So this guy on YouTube, he goes by the name Whistling Diesel. I don't know where he gets his money from. I have no idea. But he basically goes out and takes very expensive trucks, anything, and just 
demolishes them, just sees yes. what they'll take, destroys them. So this same guy goes to the Farm Progress Show in Decatur. I think that's where he bought it at. I, yeah, maybe I believe so. 1206 International, fully restored, and buys it. And everybody's like, okay, you know, he's he's not going to destroy this. He's actually going to use it at home on his farm, and no more gets it home. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to destroy this thing. And, and, I mean, he does. He just – the yeah. first video on YouTube, go check it out, Whistling Diesel. He drives it through an old house – or not drives it through it, but just – you just got to go watch a video. Runs it off in a pond, just tears this thing all the hell. And this is my takeaway from the video. I don't know the guy. I mean, I, I got a kick out of watching the video. Just, I mean, I did. If, <laughs> even as much as it hurt, it – it was just because the guy don't care, you know. It's he only done that because everybody on Facebook was making fun of him, whatever. But to me, that tractor looked like it started awful hard, and it looked like there was plenty of smoke, blue smoke, for a fully restored tractor. So, so just follow me on this. And I'm not saying this is the case. Don't misunderstand me here. But how easy would that be? Because now Big Iron's making comments about it, and normally, you know, a business. They're not going to get involved in that. You're yeah. like, hey, you're the buyer, you know. But now they're kind of making it a point to talk about this. But how easy would that be if I say, hey, you know what, Nick? I can go out and buy a thirty thousand dollar tractor, but I can make three hundred thousand dollars off destroying this thing on YouTube. Yeah. So it's obviously a big windfall. So is what I need you to do is go buy a ragged out twelve oh six. Don't do nothing to the motor, nothing. Just paint it up, and I'm going to go destroy this thing. And I'm not saying that's the case, but you go back and watch that YouTube video. I don't think that tractor runs very good for being a fully restored tractor. Well, that's very possible. Unfortunately, in today's world of fully restored tractors, there's a lot of those that way that are supposed to be fully restored, but right. that's pretty pretty uh, loose use of the term. I walked right. through a booth here recently and saw some quote-unquote fully restored tractors. First telltale for me, if I can grab the clutch pedal and wiggle it six inches side to side, yeah. Whoever restored it didn't do that good a job. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that was without starting them or driving them or any of that. That's just walking around and mm-hmm. looking, you know. But I get where that guy's coming from, and I get his angle on stuff. I I guess I have to look at it from the standpoint of you and I would do the same thing to a 60, 30, or 40, 20 if we had his money. <laughs> you know, he's just on the wrong side. <laughs> I, it's supposedly, he's going to do a 40, 20 next. And, oh, that's- you know, I used to have a buddy that, well, I still have him. He's still, still a good buddy. But I told him for the longest time before YouTube was even a thing, this was back 20 years ago, that I'm like, if I ever win the lottery, I'm going to buy the ground across from your house, and I'm going to burn a 40, 20 once a month. <laughs> Just for fun, just because I know there's not a damn thing you can do to stop me. But I was joking, kind of. But now that it's come to fruition, I, I'm not a square body Chevy guy. I appreciate them for what they are, but I'm not a Chevy guy. I saw his Chevy video, and that made me mad. Then I saw the 79 Ford video, and I'm like a little frustrated. Um, I can appreciate it in the fact that he has zero Fs to give. But I can't get on board with it. Right. Like, I just, I just can't get on board with it. Like, if you know, you, I realize it wouldn't have been near as big a hit if he had just bought like a, yeah, a nine sixty six, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. Point. You know, yeah. a, a ragged out ten eighty six, and just yeah. destroyed nobody to watch the video. And it right. wouldn't have been a big deal, and it right. would have made, you know, whatever. But I, I would be the world's worst salvage yard owner. Right, because I don't like to knock things in the head. I like to right. I like to fix them. I don't like to destroy right. them. You get partial to stuff, kind of like I get partial to your them. Your dad, on the other hand, he'll yeah, sell anything. He'll sell anything, but I finally nipped him on some of that because it gets 
too hard to you know, replace, but right. I, I'm partial there. You can ask my wife. Like, it doesn't matter what it is at a certain level. If it's a personal item of mine, like, I'm, I'm attached to it right? for the most part. Like, I just want to keep it. And so I really struggle with, with watching the destruction videos. Like, the SEMA one, I, I've heard a little bit. My brother thinks they're all hilarious. He loves them. He's watched, he watches them over and over again. But, like, the one where he buys that truck at SEMA that's supposedly, you know, some magical truck with this great suspension, this, that, and the other. And then, you know, he jumps at one time and blows all the shocks off of where he's like, I really don't think it's that good. You know, but I see the humor in that and I see where he's going. That's just not me. I'm, I don't like to tear shit up. I get it. I like to fix things. I see where he's coming from. Like you said, if he'd have started with a 4020 or a 6030, I would probably think it's a little funnier or 2805 Massey, right. whatever, you know, anything. Starting with a 1206 and the ag side of things irritates me. Like, I like 1206s, but I'm not in love with them as the rest of the world. Right. I appreciate the paint scheme. I'd rather have an 806 with a turbo on it, to be honest with you. Right. From a using standpoint. Um, but they are cool looking. I don't really like to go any older than 66s, to be honest with you, if right. I got to use them. Right. Because they're just so much more user-friendly. But... Uh, I definitely don't want to see them destroyed. I mean, a positive side, it made the rest of them worth that much more, I guess. Right. But still, I, I'm just not a destruction guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually if you watch Facebook, whatever, you know, the deer guys are always the first ones to get bent out of shape about anything. Oh, the IH sure. guys are pretty more relaxed. Well, the IH guys were losing their minds over this deal. Yeah. So when he, if he destroys a 40, 20, 60, 30, whatever, the John Deere guys are going to just fucking lose it. Oh, <laughs> if he destroys the John Deere 40, 20... Side console. Yeah. Like. He'll get death he'll, yeah, he'll get, there'll be a hit put out on him. Like, yeah. those guys are going to hunt him down, lock, yeah. stock, and barrel. You know, they're not going to take that very well. No. He better ease into that. He better, better start right. with, like, a 3010 gas or something, uh-huh. you know. Something they, they, they appreciate, but they don't really want, you right. know. Right. Yeah, definitely not a side console. No. No. <laughs> Round muffler, oval muffler. I don't know which one's desirable. Uh, deer guys always talk about right. that. They both are a pain in the ass in my mind, so I, I don't really care. But yeah, I, that'll be a that'll be a hell of a video if he does it, though. Yeah, it will. Uh, I I knew when he bought that because I, I which I'm not on Facebook, but people kept screenshotting stuff and sending. They're like, "Oh no, he's actually going to farm this twelve. No, he's, he's not going to tear it up." I knew the day he bought yeah. that he was not going to farm. It. <laughs> no, no intentions of farming with it. No. He's mm-hmm. definitely a guy that is fueled by the haters. I mean, the more yeah. you hate them, then he will just pour it on even more. I mean, but he's getting the views, and that's yeah, I like assume say, paying the bills. Like I say, he's going to make three hundred grand off of destroying a thirty thousand dollars tractor. Yeah, I mean, probably so. At the end of the day, and yeah, probably so. But it, it does pain me to see it. I did laugh through the whole video. I thought it was <laughs> hilarious, <laughs> which it only made it funny because I knew it was pissing so many people, people off that he yeah. was doing it. You know. Like you said, if it had been a 1086, it's like he could have done the exact same stuff and it had been like, nobody would have cared. Yeah. Cared. Yeah, it wouldn't have been funny then. Nobody would have watched it, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, I only saw a short clip of the 79 Ford one where he's hitting all the fence posts. That was funny. Broke my heart a little bit because it's a pretty nice 79 Ford. But the fence post thing, it's like clip, 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 just nipping them off. I'm like, yeah, okay. One of those, he filled the bed with concrete. Yep. You know, I mean, I I have only seen snippets that people send to me. I refuse to go watch them. Because... <laughs> Which, that's, and that's what makes it even worse. You know, let's just say he went and bought a 1206 that was ragged out, 
Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, you could maybe take that a little bit more, but you buy one that's fully restored and he's just demolishing this thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. At least it wasn't like serial number one, I right, guess, you know, right. or something. If he gets one, the first one or the last one, something that can't be replaced. Right. But I tell you what, though, you can't tell me that if you could buy 6030 serial number one, and it's like, man, I know I could make close to a million dollars just by crushing this thing on live TV with a monster truck. Man, you'd have to scratch your head. Oh, that I'd probably do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that, I, that I'd probably do. I yeah. can get on board with that. Yeah, you talked me into it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if he crushes a D21 Alice Chalmers, then it's over. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah. that guys will just. They're already crunched. They're already three yeah. foot shorter than they ought to be. You just look at them. Yeah. Somebody ran him into a wall and said, well, shit, we can't fix that. Just put a hood on it. We'll call it a day. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a D21 guy. So. Yeah. Great big old humongous tractor that's what? 85 horse <laughs> or whatever they are. Yeah. Ain't nothing. I think you can even get live PTO in those, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Real, real. Game changers. Oh, yeah. Gear shift between your feet and everything mm-hmm. else. Nice. I'm not a D21 guy. No, me neither. Not any Alice Chalmers. No. Never did care for their stuff. No. I, I'm too big to fit in the cab models they had. A little Cracker Jack box cabs. Not for me. About when was the last Alice Chalmers tractor made? Early 80s? True Alice Chalmers? Yeah, probably somewhere in there. Now, I will give Alice Chalmers credit. They had some unique things, some good things. Their gen set business was pretty good, actually, I think. Really? Um, they did a lot on the Manhattan Project. Yeah, that I knew they did. Yeah, they did a lot on the, Man- on the Manhattan Project, and they had a couple. Of, they had some, some unique, cute things. Um, it just seemed like no, most of those companies could never put it all together, though. Like, yeah. if they had a product, they couldn't market it. If they could market it, they didn't have a product. Yep. You know, almost none of them, except for Deer, ironically, stood the test of time. Yep. Selling other people's products. Yeah. Um, the rest of them all kind of went down in flames. Like I saw a TikTok the other day on white semis. Super interesting. Uh, I don't remember who did it. I should have saved it. But just some interesting facts on those. And then they had they they had kind of pooped the bed a little bit. And then they got a CEO that actually rided the ship for a little bit, but it was too far gone. Yeah. He did the best he could. And, but they had some unique stuff and yep. whatnot. I mean, everybody does, I suppose. Your that was fun. Was popular in the eighties. Remember, over the top of Sylvester Stallone, right. going to win him a white semi. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, ironically, that semi was for sale. I saw it on eBay. It's probably been four or five years ago now. It was pretty rough. Really, I think they made three of those for the movie or whatever. And that was one of the actual ones. The one that was used in the movie. No kidding. But and it brought way more than it should have because it was ragged out. Like somebody used it hard. I mean, yeah. they, they put it in a fleet and they drove it. Now, was it but, the one that he drove or the one that he won? The one the, that he won. Okay. The one yep. that he won. Gotcha. Not the not the pile of junk that he traded. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, the opening scene of that movie, did you got, know it? Got Heston. Heston Hay equipment on yep, there. he does. I Actually, uh, Henry and I just watched that movie probably, oh gosh, it's probably been a year ago. It was on either Netflix or Amazon Prime. And he's yeah. like, and I said something about, man, I used to watch that all the time when I was a kid or whatever. And he's like, yeah. well, what is it? So I'm like, well, just watch it. So, so, yep, for you younger guys, go check out the movie Over, Over the, the top. top. It's a big arm wrestling movie. Yeah, not something to hear a lot about these days. Yeah, that ain't no kidding. I can't tell you the last time somebody said, hey, let's arm wrestle. Yeah. But uh, it used to happen back in the day a little bit. Yep. What, what kind of truck did he have when he was still trucking? It had a Detroit diesel in it, I know. But, I mean, that thing had to be like an early 60s. It day wasn't kid. a Marmon, was it? it? I don't remember now. I'd have, to, I'd have to go back and watch it. But, yep, he had the old pulley, you know, with the weights yeah. on. He could sit there the whole time and yeah. pump iron going pump down. Pump iron going down the road. 
True trucker. Yeah. <laughs> Settle it in Vegas, Tony. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like a switch. But I wonder why over the years, so, you know, white, you know, who made farm equipment and trucks, international farm equipment. I wonder why John Deere never ventured into. Well, shit, they weren't very good at farm equipment. Nobody well, had a truck. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and some of them maybe stick with what you're good at or whatever. I don't know. That is interesting, though, because even Alice Chalmers, didn't they use those big purple people eater motors and trucks yeah. for a little bit? Yep, they did. Yep. But, yeah, Deere never really ventured into any of that. None of their stuff ever got used in trucks. Which, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not saying this was the case. You know, maybe some of that is what was the demise of some of these other companies, you know, getting too too diversified. But, you know, I do know Deere used a lot of their motors in, like, big boats, you know, shipping boats. Yeah. Um, you know, generator. You know, their, their engines were used in a lot of other applications yeah. outside of farm equipment, just not in trucks. I mean, the truck side of International is the only thing that survived. Yeah, exactly. So, it yep. shouldn't have been dragging them down. Right. Their light line should have made money. And for the guy who keeps ragging me on TikTok or whatever, that international suburban's older than that, I never said that the, that the Scout was newer than or older than the Suburban. I said they invented the SUV. There was nothing sport or utility about the original Suburbans. Okay. Yeah. So you can get off my ass about that. <laughs> I said they invented the SUV. That's a sport utility vehicle. There was nothing sporty yep. or nothing utility about the original Suburbans. I realize they're like 20 years older than them. And to me, they look like a bus. Right. A shitty two-wheel drive bus for the most part. Maybe right. they, maybe some of them are four-wheel drive. I don't know. But <laughs> knowing Chevrolet, the rear end was faster than the front end. Yeah. So you had to push the front end around everywhere. <laughs> we had a GMC that way one time. That was super handy in the snow. <laughs> Could, could you imagine, though, if Deer just come out today and said, okay, here's the deal, boys. We're going to make limited edition for one year. We're going to let Chevy put a John Deere motor in a pickup. They would sell so many of them. Oh. It would be, and think of how all them guys would buy them and park them in their garage and never you, drive You're damn right. They would sell every one they could make. <laughs> it makes you wonder why they've never tried to, to do I, it. I, I don't know, or at least a John Deere version of a, of a Chevrolet pickup or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's not as popular now, but there was a time where I always said, you know, some of those guys are three-time losers. If they had Pioneer Seed Corn or Chevrolet pickup and a John Deere tractor, <laughs> yeah. that's like three strikes and you're out. Exactly. You know, you're just it, trying to go broke. You're just trying to go broke. So if you can show up with a Chevrolet pickup with a Deere motor and it loaded with Pioneer Seed, <laughs> then you're ready to go. Now, right. that being said, we've planned Pioneer off and on over the years. I, I'm not knocking Pioneer now. I, right. I will knock Chevrolet because, well, I don't really like them. <laughs> Or deer, for that matter. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I, I won't kick Pioneer that much. I, I do. I miss 3394 some days. We never had gray leaf spot with it, really. Right. And that was our, I, I cried a little bit the day they quit making that shit. Yeah, we were that, talking the other we day. Because we, we took it on late in our area right. compared to other areas. Yep. You know, we never really had the issues with it that other places had. And it was still our best corn when they discontinued. That's yep. the best stuff we had. Yep. But, we were talking the other day. That was one of them numbers that when it was good, it was good. And then when it went off the cliff, yeah, it just it was, was gone. done. It was gone. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's I I'm just like I said, though, I guarantee you if Chevy come out and said, hey, let's put it. We're going to put a John Deere motor of some sort in this pickup truck. You would sell. You know, it is funny that they don't do some of that because like, you know, they'll make a Cabela's edition of a Ford truck or right. whatever. Like. How many, like, diehard Cabela guys right. do you know? Like, <laughs> exactly. they'll buy stuff from Cabela's. I do, you do, everybody does. Right. But I'm like... You're not going to advertise for it on your vehicle. Yeah, I but, mean, like, that compared to, like, Bass Pro or whatever, I'm like, I'm not diehard one way or the other. Right. There are guys that literally would 
shoved their mother off a cliff. Oh yeah, for John Deere himself. Yeah, you know, twice they kick, they kick her to make sure she fell fast. I can name five people off the top of my head that would buy one of them trucks so fast your yes. head would spin, and it would sit in the garage and never get drove. Yes. Yep. Except for the one whistling diesel bot that he would destroy exactly. the very next day. <laughs> yeah. That I could get on board with. But it is it is funny that they don't make special editions of some of that stuff. Because the world's come down to branding, right? Like, right. And I'm a fairly brand loyal person, so maybe I'm a bad example on that. Because I, once I find a brand I like, a certain things, like I don't change for the most part. If they're treating me good, I think they're sure selling me a, a good product at a fair price. I'm not really hunting and searching. You know, right. I was a diehard Nike guy till the Kaepernick deal. I haven't spent a dime with Nike since. Right. But I love their socks. Sure. Their shoes fit me. Every time I have to buy somebody else's shoes, I'm still pissed off because they don't fit as good as those on my particular feet, mm-hmm. which are wide. But I'm not buying anything from them. Right. You know, but uh, it is interesting that they don't go down that path a little bit and throw a couple of super popular brands together and see where it lands. Like you said, they're, yeah. they would sell those out so fast that, yeah. I mean, just look at the Gators. Oh, for I mean, sure. Yeah. There's a lot of those people that would rather have a Polaris, rather have a Kubota for whatever task it is they're doing. But yep. they're John Deere people, and by God, they bought they're, a John Deere. Yep. And, and the Gators have come a long way. I'm not oh, saying yeah. they're inferior in any way, shape, or form. But for certain tasks, they are. Yeah. You know, I see it in the tractor pole world all the time. It's like, oh, I want to pull my tractor. Oh, I've got this Gator. It won't really do it. It won't show it in the trailer. It won't do this. But it's got this FMF pipe. It's loud as shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, okay. Well, that's cool. And it's green. It matches your stuff. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. yeah, they they should do that. You probably give them a great idea. They'll probably copy that next time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm sure you guys, you know people in the Poland world that have one tomorrow. I got a buddy that's got a couple of Suburbans. He's put 466 deer motors in or is in the process really? of, yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You know, why repower it with, sure. you know, everybody can throw a 5.9 Cummins in it. Like, right. you can buy kits for that. I mean, everybody's right. doing that. But he's got it putting a 466 deer motor in it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it probably has to have little wheels underneath the axle to hold the frame up. Yeah. Down, but. Sound guard cab, or is he going to just well, use I don't know if he's putting a post down the middle of the windshield or not. I'll have to ask him. It'll be a necessary upgrade. Oh, for sure, yeah. And you have to make the gear shift, like, really long. Right, right. I don't know if you have to shake the wheel to start that when it's in a yeah, truck or not. That's right. You ought to ask him. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Four cans of ether later, got her going. <laughs> Did anybody try shaking the wheel? <laughs> still my best youtube clip i love is i always go back to those hitler finds out ones uh, i could watch those they're hard to find now but like when hitler finds out his t his ta went out of his 1066 yep. when hitler finds out they bought lexions instead of axle <laughs> flows and when hitler finds out his 4020s won't start are some of the all-time best videos on youtube yeah, for some of you younger guys maybe yeah what's that been seven eight years ago mm-hmm. probably roughly and you could just go to YouTube and type in Hitler Finds Out. And it's yeah. always the exact same clip from a movie, but it's all in German. Yeah. So they put the subtitles as to whatever you wanted to say, because yeah. it was what it actually says. And like you say, it'll be Hitler Finds Out that you know, they bought Lexion instead of Axel Flows, or vice versa. <laughs> and, and it's hilarious, because it's Adolf Hitler over this great big giant map in his war room, and all these people are surrounded him. And you can tell he's obviously shaking, you know, he's, he's like, they're losing the war, you know, so he takes off his glasses real slow, and then he gets mad, and he starts pounding the table, and you got all these people whispering in the back, and everybody's he, adding these cats. He kicks everybody but the top generals out, you know, <laughs> and on the 4021, it's like, everybody who's got a can of ether at home, go home right now, so, like, half the, half the room vacates, you know, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> 
They're, those are classic. Like somebody spent a lot of time oh, on those, but it might be something as simple as, you know, Hitler finds out that LeBron's going to the Lakers right, or something. Right. I mean, they do sports ones. There's a ton yeah. of them. Yeah, you just added whatever captions you yeah. want. It's great. And, yeah. Um, God, we used to watch it for hours. Well, they actually banned that deal for a while. That, but I'm like, that is what actually made that movie popular because it wasn't that good. A movie. Well, what movie was that even? Because I don't know, but something about I read one time that the the people that made the movie like pulled it, wouldn't allow those clips to be used, and then they realized, well, shit, this is the only way we're getting any pub exactly. off of this deal. So they let them back go, but a lot of those got eliminated. But. Hey, uh, the, the 1066 one. That, what do you mean the torque's out? We just put it in last year for the parade. <laughs> we haven't even used it. Yet. <laughs> they're all pretty funny. <laughs> but there were so many different scenarios oh. on that, that you could literally watch for an hour and never see yeah. the same. And what's the whole clip? Maybe five minutes at the Maybe, most. Maybe, yeah. It ain't very long at all, but there were yeah. some good ones on there. Yeah, the one the secretary's crying in the hallway. The, the other <laughs> gal pats her on the back and says, Don't worry, honey. We'll find some dimes somewhere because <laughs> he says we won't have a, something about we won't have a damn dime or something yeah. or whatever. Pats her on the back. Don't worry. He'll find some dimes somewhere, honey. I don't remember what clip that one was from, but it was funny. <laughs> yeah, there were some people put a lot of time into them. It was hilarious, the stuff that they come up with. The Lexions. What do you mean we bought these overpriced, complicated German pieces of shit? Yeah. <laughs> we'll never get our crop harvested. I said axial flows. <laughs> I wanted five axial flows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I'm gonna have to go home and watch those now. Oh yeah, yeah. I about forgot about them. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where we were before this. We got off on this movie tangent. I, yeah, I lost I, my train of thought. I'm the same way. I've kind of lost it. Here. <laughs> That's funny though. Talking like movies, like over the top arm wrestling. You know, you don't hear nothing about arm no. wrestling, boxing. I mean, yeah, much of that stuff's just falling off the yeah it's, face of the earth. Boxing was a big deal. You know, oh yeah, I mean, Tyson I, days. I couldn't name you any. Big name boxer. No, now wouldn't have a clue. Holyfield was about the yeah. Last Holyfield one. and Tyson and uh, yeah. Muhammad Ali. I mean, got George Foreman. I mean, all yeah. them guys. You know, when we were kids, but it's all gone now. Yeah. Not yeah. that it don't exist, but you just don't. You just don't hear. It. It's not as big of an event as it used to yeah. be. And it's funny because when I was a kid, we'd go to Grandpa and Grandma's every Sunday. Never miss a Sunday, and. My dad and all them, he could have cared. Of course, come from a humongous family. Your dad had 14 brothers and sisters. And so there was always tons and tons of people there. But, you know, dad and some of them, they didn't care about the sports. You know, they were just there to shoot the shit on Sundays or whatever. But you always had the the certain block of people that was there that did. And it seemed like in a Sunday afternoon in a five-hour period, you could, you could it was like you, you got all the sports. You got yeah. boxing, baseball, football, depending on the time of the year, whatever. Yeah. But you only had three channels on your TV. Now we got yeah. like 400 channels and it's like, yeah. you don't even. Yeah. <laughs> Catch the highlights on ESPN maybe and, yeah. and go on. Yeah. But I, a lot of that stuff I never followed, you know, what, no. when I was a little bitty kid, we followed the back then it was WWF wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even say I followed it, knew what it was. Cause you had all the everybody, big yeah, everybody knew who the big names were. Yeah. You might have had an action figure or two of them. Yeah, and Maybe. it was actually on on Channel 55 on yeah. Sundays, you know. But yeah. But even now, the WWE or what, I don't know. Admit it, Tony, you were a Hulkamaniac. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> Start going to farm shows, tearing your shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that well, was back when. That was a deal then, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell, about all them guys are either dead or. Yeah, pretty close to dead. Yeah, all the all the stuff they were taking didn't fare very well for their bodies. No, it didn't. It truly didn't. You can always snap into a slim gym so many times. <laughs> yeah, 
Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh, want, yeah. You want excitement? Snap into a Slim Jim. Hacksaw <laughs> Jim Duggan. Everybody hit somebody with a two-by-four playing around one time was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. The Undertaker. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Piper. Yeah, there was there was a slug of them. Andre the Giant. Yeah. Uh, the good old days. <laughs> they were up in Peoria one time. A buddy of mine wasn't there, but he knew a bouncer that worked at one of those clubs. And all those guys come in. He called his boss. He's like, hey, Andre the Giant and all these guys are here. And I'm just letting you know if they start some shit, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm not even <laughs> attempting to stop this. He's like, they, so far they're super calm and they're not doing anything, but if, if, right. if they want to start doing something, like I'm just bailing. <laughs> Have you ever seen, which, you know, when we were kids, Andre the Giant, I mean, yeah, he was a big guy, but I didn't really realize how big he was. Because, yes. you know, when he's standing next to Hulk Hogan, he don't look like he's that big. big. I mean, yeah. you know, he was big, but, you know, like there's, I've seen different stuff on whether it's Facebook over the years, Instagram, whatever, you know, we're like Andre the Giant sitting on a Honda three-wheeler. Yeah. It's like they just dwarfs it. Yeah. <laughs> a large individual. Right. Like how inconvenient does that have to yeah. be? Yeah. And we've all seen the uh, stats, you know, that, like he sat down and drank like 54 beers in yeah. one set or whatever. Yeah. Well, used an astronomical amount, you know, and it shows his hand there. And I mean, just dwarfs a can. I mean, it looks like a shot glass. At, at that bar that night, if I remember the story correctly, and like I said, this is hearsay, but they were just, they finally just, individual pitchers for each of them. Yeah. And they're just drinking it straight out of the pitcher because just bringing them one at a time wasn't getting it done, you know. Yeah. Of course, God only knows what all stuff they were on. and Oh, yeah, for sure. So on and so forth. But Yeah. And maybe they weren't. I hate to put, you know, accuse them of something. Uh, right. Not, but. Right. But, uh, yeah, just, he's just a mountain of a man. Yeah. Just literally a mountain yep. of a man. But back then, even though. And I guess we're maybe getting off. Most people want to hear farm stuff. I don't know. We're just talking here. But, you know, back then it was even cool as far. You know, let's take Pete Rose, for example, as a baseball yeah. player. And you know as well as anybody, I'm not a sports guy at all. I don't follow any of it. I couldn't name one Major League Baseball player today, I don't think. I really couldn't. But back then, even though we weren't into sports, I never, never ever played sports growing up. But you knew who them people were. But, you yeah. know, like Pete Rose was a stud. You know, I mean, yeah. the, the guy, you know, at the end of the game, he was covered in dirt from head to toe. Yeah, he'd done the work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, and it was like, it was like, it was like a man's game. It you was know? a man's game. Don Mattingly had a killer mustache. Yeah. For the Yankees. Yeah. And I would, I didn't follow sports super, super hard back then. I mean, I, I knew who some of the players in the games were, but I wasn't. Right. You know, Dad was a NASCAR guy. Right. We were tractor pulling. We didn't really have time for the other stuff. Right. I mean, I knew who Larry Bird, you right. know, all those guys were, you know. And, you know, we, we didn't watched. have the luxury of having 500 channels to no, watch we all either. that. We yeah. had three channels, you know. Yeah. And the time you get your news in there six times a day that yeah. parents had to watch and the weather and whatnot, you didn't have time for yeah. anything else. But there's a guy on TikTok, and I can't think off the top of my head what his uh, username is, but... He's got all these old packs of baseball cards unopened from yeah. like the late eighties and early nineties. And he'll be like, Yeah, let's see what we got here, you know. And so and he buys all this stuff on eBay yeah. and all over the place. It's still got the gum in it and everything. Oh, you know? I bet the gum's tasty. Yeah. And but it's funny how it's kinda nostalgic because he'll crack open a pack and he'll be like, Okay, so today we're looking for uh, Mark Grace or Andre yeah. Dawson. You know, he'll name all, and it's like, Man, I've totally forgot about that guy that you just yeah. mentioned it, you know. But it's like a typical pack of cards when you were a kid. You know, you'll flip. The, I don't yeah. know if there's 15 cards, whatever it is. You know, 
99 you never got anybody no. worth the shit. Like you could buy the whole, you could buy every pack they ever made. Right. You never got the ones you wanted. Right. You know? But it's funny, you know, he'll be rolling through them and it's no name, no name, no name, you know, but all at once he'll pull out somebody just randomly. You're like, man, hell yes. I remember him when I was a kid, you know, yeah. you just remember the name and it's, it's crazy. It is fun to go back through all that old stuff. It is. It's, I know my, all those were man's games though back then. They were. Know? I mean, some of these chumps that are playing now that think they're really good. Right. I'm like, send them down the lane, let Bill Lambeer take a shot at yeah. them. Like, they're not getting back up right. from that. And that was like, nobody worked out back then, yeah, you know, yeah. but they were still just studs, yep. yeah. you know. What was it, the 88 Chicago Bears? Which 85. team? 85, you know. 85. I mean, them guys were just brute. I mean, I'm, I don't know if thugs is the right word. No, but they I mean, weren't thugs. They were but just they were the just, greatest team ever assembled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Mongo and, and all those yeah. guys. I mean, those guys just just destroy people dan hampton it makes you wonder on one hand you want to think that okay these were just real just brute men that could just take a beating and they were for the time but you you would like to think that if you put them up against an nfl player today that they would just stomp them but it makes you wonder if they really would because like we've talked in boxing you know or, or ufc fighting whatever that that stuff always gets better as time goes so the stud when it first come out yeah was really good but by today's standards, it's like, man, you just get pummeled, you know. Because they, you know, they, they single sport train, they work out, supplements, et cetera. Right. You know, nutrition, things have gotten better in that regard. But by the same token, those guys just took hits, got back up, and went at it again. Yeah. Whereas today, oh, you know, I'm going to go down for, I'm going to take. Right. We're, it's not an important enough game for me to play in this thing. You know, like, right. Those guys didn't sit out of those games. Right. You know, they played all yeah. those, and they, and they beat each other up over it, you know. And. You know, how far do they stretch the rules today? You know, so obviously steroids are illegal in Major League Baseball, but how have we twisted the rules to where it's yeah. maybe renamed? So they're still using some stuff, but that's legal, but yeah. we just can't cross the line. You know, I'm 99% confident that Babe Ruth wasn't using steroids. Mm-hmm. And look what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I don't know. You go back to those old football players or whatever, take the 85 Bears. I mean, those guys drank more beer on Thursday right. than five guys could throughout two weeks, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah, they the, played on Sunday or Monday. The, the football know. was, in a sense, it was like the eight to five job as far as how you behaved. Yeah. You weren't just living at the gym, this and that. It's like you just went out and drank beer and party, and then well, we got a game today, and so yeah. you went and played the game. And yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, those guys were, were something else. All those old athletes back then were. Look at Bo Jackson. I yeah. mean, just. They'll flat tell you if you watch the 30 for 30 on it. I didn't work out, and you got to watch yourself in practice. They'll run you to death. Yeah. You know, he's just a natural. I mean, that guy was cut from, he was chiseled out of stone, basically. Yeah. To my knowledge, he didn't work out at all. And played football and baseball, baseball. professionally. Yeah, played football for a hobby. And, yeah. it, you know, you think about that. It's like, hey, whenever you get time, like, could you come over here and play some football? Yeah, I'll be done in three weeks. Right. I'll be over. Okay, well, you don't need any of the preseason training or any of that. And we've got Marcus Allen, who's a Hall of Fame running back. We're going to bench him. We're going to put you in because you're that good. You know, I mean, those old posters, you know, where he's wearing the the football pads and got the bat in the center. That was a pretty cool ad. Well, remember, he was always notorious. And a lot of you young guys will remember this. But Bo Jackson, complete stud, played last I knew for the Kansas City Royals. I think he might have been with the White Sox somewhere in there. He played for the White Sox a little bit after he got his fake hip. But nonetheless, if he would strike out, he would break the bat over his knee. Yeah, just, or his head. Yeah, or just shatter. I mean, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. you got to go to YouTube and check this out. When he would strike out, he would be so pissed, he would just 
like it was a twig. I mean, nothing yeah. just shatter it over his knee. <laughs> one of the guys that was on his team's like, I tried that one time. I like that crippled myself yeah. and didn't get the bat broke. Like yeah. thought it was a great plan. It's like Bo's just doing it out of sport, yeah. you know, for fun. And it's like, funny because you can see look in his eyes that yeah, he do it, and just it just so didn't bad. phase him a bit and walk straight yeah. to the dugout. No, he just he could do it. Yeah, it was it was unreal, but yeah, that they, they were they were true athletes back then. I mean, and like I say, I never watch ESPN, but you'll catch little tickers like on our local news here, the local news station. They always got a ticker at the bottom, and it, yeah. just little snippets of, and they go through sports, weather, blah blah blah, and you know you'll see that Yadier Molina's out because he's got a sprained pinky finger. You yeah. know, whatever. It's like, are you serious? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, those guys got hit by a truck. Eh, we'll be there on Tuesday. It's okay. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, they were tough. But the money wasn't near as good then, so no. they, they yeah. had to have it. You right. know, you had to be there to. They had to be there to get it, and it wasn't that great. I mean, it was better than what we were making, or you right. know, our parents were making back then, or whatever. But still, it wasn't yeah, you were, astronomical. Yeah, there were $120 million contracts back For sure. then. You know? I still think it's bullshit that Pete Rose ain't in the Hall of Fame. I mean... He was gambling, but... Man, if he'd have played his cards a little better there, there was a time where I think he could have overcame that, but, boy, he shit the bed on that with some comments and whatnot. But, yes, yeah. as far as the game he played, and I really don't care about the gambling, as long as he's betting on himself to win. Yeah, that just makes you I, want to work even yeah, harder. I mean, exactly. It wasn't know. like he was just throwing games because he had yeah. $500,000 and had yeah, to lose. He, yeah, he wasn't uh, wouldn't bet to lose. Yeah, that. but he, he truly was a stud back yeah. in the day. Kyle Ripken, all those guys were just super tough back then. Yeah, that, but and it's funny because I never watched sports. My dad never watched that stuff. Dad always watched college sports. He was a big Fighting Illini fan, basketball. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe followed their football very little, not near to the tune of basketball. But he he never watched Major League Baseball, NFL. Yeah, he never watched either. none of that. But yet, as kids, you still knew who they were. You knew who they were, and you only got three channels. You weren't. Yeah. It wasn't like you had all this stuff fed to you information but somehow yeah. somehow we always knew yeah i, I guess suppose from people at school or i whatever, think it was you know because back there was ball popular cards, yeah trade ball, ball cards was a big deal yeah i mean could you even buy baseball cards anymore i assume so i it's not like at the corner of the grocery store when you leave i don't think i don't want to go to the grocery store anymore yeah. but but yeah i know i got a brother that's got a mountain of baseball cards he had a lot of them complete sets you know yeah. you could buy i don't know if there's a thousand cards in them yeah whatever there was boxes yeah. or whatever but He's got tons and tons and tons of baseball cards, but I don't know anything about them. Yeah, I don't either. Ozzie Smith was a big hero yep. around here. Yep, St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I just never followed it. I just the Cardinals it, caravans coming to town. Yep. Yeah, in fact, they was in Sturgeon. <laughs> yes, they were. It was yeah. three players that didn't amount to shit compared to the rest of the team they yeah. had. But they would have been back in the Whitey Herzog days yeah, when it was he was the Whitey manager. Herzog days. Yes. <laughs> Back when we had a Chevrolet dealership, yeah. that's where it was at. <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh, and hell, that thing went out in probably, what, late 80s? Been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time ago. Yep, the good old days, I yeah, guess. time slips away. It does. It really does. Now we're got auto steering Facebook, and we don't even know what's going on. Yep. Got right here our fingertips. While you're going through the field and the tractor's driving itself, you could look up any baseball player you wanted, and yeah. I could care less. Yeah, I could care less. <laughs> yeah. Once they started getting political, I didn't need any more professional sports. Yeah. That, All my heroes got killed in NASCAR for the most part. So. Yep. I don't follow NASCAR at all. At all anymore. I couldn't even tell you. I don't, I don't even know how to watch a race now. On I, I don't either. They got segments and this, that, and the other. I, yeah. 
and I wasn't a Dale Earnhardt guy at the time. But boy, I miss him since. But I do like the Dale Jr. Download podcast. I like listening to that because he does a lot of old stuff. Yeah. Whatnot on that. But, you know, Mark Martin, Davey Allison, Alan yeah. Kowicki. Could you find a better dude than Alan Kowicki? He's driving yeah. the Hooters car, so you're obviously a fan. Yep. I'm a Ford guy, so it's right. doubled up for me. And the guy's like got like two sticks to rub together and a box of rocks. Yep. But he's pretty good at what he does, so he gets, scores a championship out of it, you know. It was just cool back then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's – because what is it now in NASCAR you got – is it seg- – what do they call it, stages? Stages or something, I don't know. I, I don't – I still follow drag racing a little bit. I can still get into that, but that's hard to find on TV compared to yeah. anything else. So, And we don't have cable, so – or satellite or anything, so I don't, uh, I don't get anything in real time on that, so – yeah, I I don't even know how you win a NASCAR race now. I don't either. I, I guess being at the first at the front at the end still gets you something, but I don't know that gets you the win. Yeah. So what I learned from NASCAR is don't buy a helicopter because that's yeah. how Davy Allison went down. Yeah. 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 There, there was a pretty good stint in there. Whatever year that was, there was like three guys got between Adam Petty. Yeah, there was, and there was a couple other guys that weren't you know huge stars, but it was in like a within a year period that like yeah. three of them got wiped out all at once. You know, yeah, but, uh, and you don't really think about it being that dangerous. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it, I love listening to some of those old stories though. Like, uh, oh, I can't think of the guy's name now. It was on Dale Junior's deal, and they talk about the ways they cheated back in the day. You know, and they'd yeah. have they'd have the frame filled with shot. And they'd slowly take a bolt out, going down around a track or whatever, let that shot out of the frame as they went round around and the car get lighter. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he, the track owner's like, man, we can't figure out what's going on with their track. Like, there's all this stuff on it. We don't know where it's coming from. Because 40 guys got their cars full of shot, and they're letting it out on the track, you know. Interesting stuff like that. Or sneak a little bigger engine in that you're supposed to have, or just... I seen a thing. They didn't have the tech back then they do now. I seen the thing a few years ago. It was just kind of a big NASCAR documentary, and if I remember right, it was the first televised NASCAR race ever. And now I can't tell you yeah. what year this was. Late seventies, whatever. It was a big it was. fight. That's what put yeah, them on the map. It was Kale Yarborough and somebody else. Yeah. After they crossed the finish line, they come back around and got to like turn three, shut them down, and got out. It was a fist fight right <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the track. That's what put them on the map. Yeah. And there was somewhere in there, there's a bunch of them that got in a big fussy match about they didn't, they weren't going to race for some reason. So they brought these other guys in, and that that turned into a big deal. It wasn't a union, but it was something along those lines. Like those guys had teamed up, and we're not going to do this because of whatever reason. And they brought these other guys in, and he had a hell of a showing, and it, you know it escalated from there. Yeah. None of the younger guys listening would have a clue what we're talking about. But anybody that's our age or older is going to remember the ABC Wide World of Sports, sports yeah. back in the day. You had monster truck racing, yeah. NASCAR. I mean, you the had pinpoint series with monster trucks. Yep. Bigfoot was king of the mountain on yep. that. And then the, I think in there they got into, had to be pulling trucks or something. Remember Orange Blossom? Yep. That was the big Orange Blossom special. Yep, the old truck. You could buy yep. the little. Uh, trucks, yeah, from Ertl or whoever they was from with the gear ships in the cab. Yeah, you could buy a Bigfoot or Orange Blossom. Yep, yeah, them things are probably worth some money. They though. are, yeah, and they're hard to find. In are good, they in good shape? I believe. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I didn't have one. We of had them. a Bigfoot. I think at the time you could put it in high or low. Yep, had a gear shift in the bed of them. Yeah, and you could. Yep, yeah, sure enough. Yeah, 
actually had a buddy. Well, I still, he's still a buddy. He used to drive Bigfoot. Really? Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Is um, that still a deal? Like, you see all these monster genes, but you never see Bigfoot. It's because, always... Because they don't participate in any of the destroy stuff. Oh, really? So, like, in to my understanding, and I, I, there again, I could be wrong because I'm, I'm not an expert on it, but, like, on the monster jam side of things, I think it's on the Lucas side of things. Like, the organization owns the trucks for the most part. Okay. And they destroy them because the crowd likes that. Bigfoot won't participate in that. So, he's on the other side of things where they still race them for time. Really? It's, but it's not nearly as popular as it used to be. And, they, yeah, they don't, they don't tear them up. No kidding. You know, if the one gets tore up, it gets tore up. But sure, they're, but, but they're, they're not there. intentionally. They're not intentionally just flipping them over for the sake of crowd going ooh and ah. No kidding. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen or heard anything about a Bigfoot truck. A lot of times, the kids will be flipping through and see Monster Jam on ESPN, whatever, and they'll flip to it for a few minutes. But it's trucks I'm not familiar with, never yeah. heard of. You always got the Grave Digger or whatever. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know any of that stuff. The rest of them got a little and, carried away with the bodies and they look right. like a truck and yeah, yeah. That's a whole neat story in and of itself, Bigfoot. Though. Yes, I mean, it is. Just a redneck in yeah. Missouri that remember, basically... Remember Sergeant Slaughter? Yeah. He used to bring the crew out, and they'd tug a war against Bigfoot, and he'd yep. put it in two-wheel drive, and yep. they'd, they'd sweat the tires down, and they'd have a pull-off yep. that way. Is that guy, Bob Chandler, I think, was, is he he's still, still alive? alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Still owns Bigfoot. Oh, still got the deal on St. Louis. Really? Yeah. How many of them did they end up making? You know, they were, Oh, my gosh, there's a bajillion of them now, I think. But, yeah. That guy's made an absolute fortune off of. And yeah, I, I mean, would, he, I would hope, yeah. He was the, at the time, was the only guy who had ever done yeah. that. At, you know, and the first, very first original Bigfoot was nothing. There's but, one out east. The guy sent me some posters of it, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Um, and like the poster says, something about hunting Bigfoot down or something, and they claim to be the original monster truck or whatever. And I don't remember how everything played out on that, but, but they had one way out east in like Connecticut or something. No kidding. Um, about the same time. Right. And uh, so it's kind of interesting. They, they battled back and forth a little bit, but Bigfoot got way more popular than right. others did. Hell of a deal. Yeah. I, I never did follow those, monsters. Those airplane tires or whatever. I followed it a little bit. Uh, I always liked them, but yeah, it kind of went by the wayside. At one time, one of the big tractor pulling organizations. That's the direction they chose to go was more monster truck stuff and less really? tractor pulling or whatever. That, that's when pulling went from being paid pretty well to not being. No kidding. It was when they, they shifted to monster trucks. They had them both for a while and kind of combined them together at some events, which was cool. Yep. And then they kind of went the monster truck route. Yeah, it was started off as SRO, if I remember right, and then it ended up being like Pace Motorsports, and then it got sold off to some other name or whatever. But, yeah. I'll be darned. Yeah. I'll have to look into that and get the whole backstory for you sometime. But yeah, yeah, the monster truck thing blossomed from where it was, and yep. like I said, it's faded off now too. Where yeah, they don't run them. You know that Pinta Point series back in the day, where they would race them and jump them, and you know they yep. had, had to run a course, not yep. just flip them over backwards for right. show, was a deal at one time. You know, it's funny, and I suppose maybe there's still as many sports for people or kids to watch on TV now as there was when we were kids. It don't seem like it, but like you say, when you start adding up, you know, we had boxing, monster trucks, yeah, baseball, football, basketball. I mean, you know, all this stuff. And now it's like all you hear about is pretty much baseball, basketball. Yeah, Motorsports in general suffer now because the yeah. average kid doesn't even care when they get their license, right? Right. The average city kid, they just want good Wi-Fi. Yeah. 
you know, get them a new iPhone. They don't give two shits about driving. Yeah, you're right. You know, let alone getting a vehicle and customize. I mean, how many people when we were growing up, from the time they were 16 to the time they were 18, had a stock vehicle? Right, yeah. Like, almost nobody. Nobody. You did something to it. Yep. To, to make it your own. Yep. Now, okay, you got a, you know, 2012 used Ford Explorer that your parents handed down yep. to you or whatever. You just drive it and you're done yep. with it and move yep. on. You know, when we were kids... You had a 79 Ford. You put oh, a four-inch yeah. lift on it, set of yep. super swampers. And chrome rims. You yeah, yep. chrome rims, a lot of exhaust. Nowadays, all you do is buy a Cummins, put stacks out the bed, yeah. and turn it up so it'll roll as much as coal, coal as, as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't matter if it's beat to shit yeah. or not. Yeah, you as long as it rolls that. coal, you're good to go. And that's as far as the customization goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ain't that the truth. <laughs> I, I wish I'd have bought every 94 Dodge. <laughs> I could have got my hands ain't on it. Yeah. I had one. It was the biggest piece of shit I ever owned in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the 99 was good. The 99 was good. That was a good truck. Five speed. That was a good truck. Yep, that was a good truck. Yeah. It really was. But gosh, these kids, I don't know how these kids afford to drive these trucks nowadays. They were expensive at the time when we owned them. Yeah. But it's to the 10th power now. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine what insurance and stuff is on this. I don't know. Stuff. It's got to be high. I suppose we're getting ready to find out in a few more years, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, to be young again. <laughs> yeah, them were the good old days. Yeah, a little bit of black smoke was cool back then. You didn't have to have a fifty-five gallon barrel full of it, but yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it don't matter if the truck's got any power or not. Yeah, you just turn just, the screw yeah. far enough that it just retards well, it. And my brother and I always laugh because our shop is just three houses down from the intersection, right? So, you know, everybody's getting on it, you know, taking off. And the whole time we were growing up, like, you'd look out, and there's some Z71. And it's just making all kinds of racket, and it's up to, like, 15 mile an hour. Right. It's like, this guy's made enough noise to turn a four-second quarter mile, you know. <laughs> but he didn't. You know, he's up to 20. Yeah. Ooh, he's, he's, he's got something going on now. Uh-huh. Cackling away. Yep. Now it just rolls much cold and then let off to let the turbo whistle. Yeah. and. <laughs> Yeah, who doesn't like that though, Tony? I'm a big fan. <laughs> if if the local truck and tractor pulls had the same pulls when we was kids, where it was yeah. literally stock pickup trucks off the street, yeah, that was good times. They would have 900 kids there pulling their trucks, but it's yeah. like everything else now. It's got so far out of hand, they don't yeah. even show up because it's sanctioned or not yeah. sanctioned, but close to sanctioned. I yeah, mean, yeah, it got it got to be expensive. Yeah, everybody bought too much. Stuff. If they would just make a run what you brung truck yeah. class. But back then, you could buy an old truck and just, you yeah. know, if you tore it up, it wasn't a big deal. Yep. Now, it's classic. Yeah. And unless you're whistling diesel and you're going to drive over some fence posts, it's not uh, yeah. it's not affordable. <laughs> <laughs> Times have definitely changed. Yeah, not for the better, necessarily. But what are you going to do about it? Well, we were talking earlier. The wife's got some family here for the weekend and asking, they were asking, you know, different stuff about what we do and this and that. And... They were dumbfounded that we didn't have football at our school growing yeah. up. No. And I was, and I forgot, I told her on the deck that I've never, ever been to a football game. But I forgot. When I was out on wheat harvest out in Kansas, they were the same way. They couldn't believe we didn't have football. And so they're like, we're going to take you to a football game before you're done or whatever. So that fall, after we were done with fall harvest, they took me to a high school football game. Yeah. 
And that was the first and only game I've ever been to 22 years ago. It was a high school football game. Yep. Other than that, I've never been to one. I've only been to one. We had some friends. Their boys played high school football. Went to Sarah Gordo to watch them in the playoffs. Yep. And that's the only high school football game I've ever been and to in my life. that's like a religion to most yes. people on Friday night. I yeah, mean, Friday night lights. And I'm like, I, I, don't know what football, you're I, I had a football body don't probably. Yeah. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Like oh homecoming, I'm like yeah, it's basketball. It's in the winter. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's no, no. It's basketball. It's in the winter. Right. That's when ours was. But yeah, my I've only been to one in my life. Yeah, and I guess maybe that's why I don't watch football to this day. Maybe I don't know. I, I like just, pro football till they got political. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It uh, there's too much other stuff going on anymore. I don't have time to watch anything. Doesn't seem like. No, yeah, I know what you mean. It, we spend all of our time. I think Nate said it best. When we were kids, we followed our parents, mm-hmm. which this sounds crazy. So, you know, I remember my dad, you know, I'm going to say he was 40 years old, and he would have probably been at least that, maybe older, you know, work hard all day building houses and then out in the hot sun, then play on a softball team in yeah. the evening. It's like, yeah, my dad too. That's the last thing I'm going to do. Yeah, softball team in the evening. They played volleyball every Sunday. You know, had these big, yeah. huge, massive blowout parties. Yeah. Paps blue ribbon everywhere, a volleyball net. It rotated around. There was like six, yep, six different houses you went to. Yep, every Sunday it rotated from one to the other. You know, and that, that's what they did all summer long. You know, this that, and now it's like, oh, now my kids on a travel yeah. soccer team in Nova Scotia. Yeah, I, uh, I'll be back in three weeks. Yeah, you know, it's like as when we were younger, we followed our parents to their activities. Yeah, now at our age, you follow your, your kids, kids to yeah. their activities. Our generation gets screwed again. Exactly. <laughs> Which, thank God, I was never into sports. Henry, he's pretty much dumped him now. He'd rather farm. Cora, she does cross country and volleyball, but I, I don't know. It's I don't put much emphasis on sports in my house. I just oh, if my kids want to play them, I'll support them. In that's it, how I am. Yeah, right? I'm not going to force I'm you. I'm not going to force them to do it. I'm not going to beg they, you. If, I'm they, not, if they enjoy it, great. If not, ain't yep. that big a deal? I don't push them to play it. That's your decision. Yeah. If you want to play it, fine. If not, I'm not going to say a word. And I, there's always work to be done, but by the same token, you got your rest of your life to be behind on that. Sure. So if you want to go play sports, go. Because you're only going to be young enough to do it yep. once. Because at our age, if I sleep wrong, I'm down for three days. Yeah. So. And, you know, and this would be like anybody that's listened to this, any small town in America. If you ain't got the right last name, you're not going to play much. Well, it does affect things from time to time. And my kids don't have the right last name. And, and I'm fine with that. I'm not complaining. That's the way it is. And that's why I don't encourage them to play. I mean, I just... I don't, and I'm not going to. If they want to, fine. If not, that's fine, too. There's definitely some lessons to be learned through sports, but you can get a little carried away, too. Next thing you know, like, say you're in Denmark playing girl softball yeah. for, what, a pro girl softball career? Right. Not knocking them, but there's just isn't a lot of that going on. I, I don't see the logic in spending $10,000 on your kid from the time they're in fifth grade <laughs> to a senior to get a $1,000 scholarship to college. Yeah, exactly. That made yeah. no sense to me. Yeah. Whereas if you just did your math homework really well, you probably could have got the same scholarship. Yep. yep. And, and I'm good at math. I mean, it probably sounds sexist, but on the same token, you know, you can make an honest career out of playing baseball or basketball. Granted, nobody around here is going to, but yeah. MLB, NBA, even NFL, you can yeah. make big bucks. I don't know any volleyball players. Do yeah. you? I mean, name, name one professional volleyball player. Can you name one? No, I can't. So, but, what, you, but you can name somebody from the NFL. What I know about professional volleyball, at least on the beach level, is 
the gear is very restrictive because they're down to thongs and yeah. basically tassels right. covering it. Otherwise, you can't play volleyball. In the exactly. Stand. I'm like, the sh- uh, shorts and a tank top would restrict you. Like, how Maverick ever did it in a pair of jeans, I'll never know. I'll never know. The dog tags had to completely. Had, yeah, had to throw them off. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But you're right. I mean, what's the what's the upside of that? They're not going to play professionally. Yeah. I just I just don't see the logic in spending that kind of time and money to get a thousand dollar scholarship at the end yeah. of. I just I don't even care. If my kids go to college. I didn't go to college. I'm not saying college is a bad thing. I just don't think it needs to be beat in your head that you have to go to college. You know, no. how about a trade school or, or what? You know, depends yeah, on where you want to go. There's plenty of other stuff to do. At one time, yeah. I was a big college proponent. I went to college. I enjoyed it. <laughs> but it's so much different now than it was then that. Didn't cost four hundred thousand dollars to send exactly. you to college. You yeah, know? exactly. And that's a major part of it. I mean, yeah. you know, Henry's all about. He likes to farm and he loves to weld, even though he's twelve years old. It's not like he welds eight hours a day, but the little bit that he's done, he really likes it. I'm like, yeah. then look at a trade school. Yeah, you know, there's good money to be made and people that can weld good. Yeah, and that's a dying art. I can tell you that. Yep. So what I, I told him, I said, hey, you get out of school, you want to go see the country, go work on a pipeline, whatever. Yeah. When you get tired of traveling, come back. What are we going to do for welding shops around here? I know yeah. of two guys up my way that are both in their 70s. Yeah, one of them died two days ago. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? I mean. Yeah, there's there, plenty there's, of room for those guys. Yeah. But, True craftsmen is a dying breed in this country. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to let him do whatever he wants. I'm not going to push my kids. I'm, you know, we've talked in the past. I'm sort of hands off. I, I don't mean that I don't guide my kids a little bit, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat it. Like you have to be a farmer because yeah. I farm or whatever. I don't care what you do. I just, yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah. It's totally up to you, but I don't know. Well, God, we've run this one. Yeah. We've run it long. Way over the top here. So as always, we've come full circle, but we've made it back to where we started. Yeah. And so hope you guys are having a great harvest. Be careful. Be safe out there. Yeah. We kind of got off the, reservation here we didn't really talk much farming on this i guess we kind of went back to our childhood days sports i don't know where all we've been we've made it around the horn though yeah but nonetheless we're just here to entertain easy listening you know we're not out to try to educate nobody we're just here to throw it out and if you like it fine if not we don't care either (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) it is what it is right so anyway thanks for tuning in We will see you guys next time.